Book One, Part Six of On the Nature of Things by Titus Lucretius Carus, translated by William Ellery Leonard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Daniel Vermont. Book One, Part Six, Confutation of Other Philosophers. And on such grounds it is that those who held the stuff of things is fire and out of fire alone the cosmic sum is formed, are seen mightily from true reason to have lapsed. Of whom, chief leader to do battle, comes that Heraclitus, famous for dark speech among the silly, not the serious Greeks who search for truth. For dolts are ever prone that to be wonder in a door which hides beneath distorted words, holding that true which sweetly tickles in their stupid ears, or which is rouged in finely finished phrase. For how, I ask, can things so varied be, if formed of fire, single and pure? No wit would help for fire to be condensed or thinned, if all the parts of fire did still preserve but fire's own nature seen before in gross. The heat were keener with the parts compressed, milder again when severed or dispersed and more than this thou canst conceive of naught that from such causes could become much less might earth's variety of things be born from any fire soever dense or rare this too if they suppose a void in things then fires can be condensed and still left rare but since they see such opposites of thought rising against them and are loath to leave an unmixed void in things they fear the steep and lose the road of truth nor do they see that if from things we take away the void all things are then condensed and out of all one body made which has no power to dart swiftly from out itself not anything as throws the fire its light and warmth around giving thee proof its parts are not compact but if perhaps they think in otherwise fires through their combinations can be quenched and change their substance very well behold if fire shall spare to do so in no part then heat will perish utterly and all and out of nothing would the world be formed for change in anything from out its bounds means instant death of that which was before and thus a somewhat must persist unharmed amid the world, lest all return to naught, and born from naught, abundance thrive anew. Now, since indeed there are those surest bodies which keep their nature evermore the same, upon whose going out and coming in and changed order things their nature change, and all corporeal substances transformed, tis thine to know those primal bodies then are not of fire for twere of no avail should some depart and go away and some be added new and some be changed in order if still all kept their nature of old heat for whatsoever they created then would still in any case be only fire the truth i fancy this bodies there are whose clashings motions order posture shapes produce the fire and which by order changed do change the nature of the thing produced and are thereafter nothing like to fire nor whatso else has power to send its bodies with impact touching on the senses touch again to say that all things are but fire 
and no true thing in number of all things exists but fire as this same fellow says seems crazed folly for the man himself against the senses by the senses fights and hews at that through which is all belief through which indeed unto himself is known the thing he calls the fire for though he thinks the senses truly can perceive the fire he thinks they cannot as regards all else which still are palpably as clear to sense to me a thought inept and crazy too for whither shall we make appeal for what more certain than our senses can there be whereby to mark asunder error and truth besides why rather do away with all and wish to allow heat only than deny the fire and still allow all else to be alike the madness either way it seems thus whosoe'er have held the stuff of things to be but fire and out of fire the sum and whosoever have constituted air as first beginning of begotten things and all whoever have held that of itself water alone contrives things or that earth createth all and changes things anew to divers natures mightily they seem a long way to have wandered from the truth add too whoever make the primal stuff twofold by joining air to fire and earth to water add who deem that things can grow out of the four fire earth and breath and rain as first empedocles of acragas whom that three-cornered isle of all the lands bore on her coasts around which flows and flows in mighty bend and bay the ionic seas splashing the brine from off their grey-green waves here billowing onward through the narrow straits swift ocean cuts her boundaries from the shores of the italic mainland here the waste charybdis and here etna rumbles threats to gather anew such furies of its flames as with its force anew to vomit fires belched from its throat and skyward bear anew its lightning's flash and though for much she seemed the mighty and the wondrous isle to men most rich in all good things and fortified with generous strength of heroes she hath ne'er possessed within her aught of more renown nor aught more holy wonderful and dear than this true man nay ever so far and pure the lofty music of his breast divine lifts up its voice and tells of glories found that scarce he seems of human stock create yet he and those forementioned known to be so far beneath him less than he in all though as discoverers of much goodly truth they gave as twere from out of the heart's own shrine responses holier and soundlier based than ever the pythia pronounced for men from out the triped and the delphian laurel have still in matter of first elements made ruin of themselves and great men great indeed and heavy there for them the fall first because banishing the void from things they yet assign them motion and allow things soft and loosely textured to exist as air dew fire earth animals and grains without admixture of void amid their frame next because 
thinking there can be no end in cutting bodies down to less and less nor pause established to their breaking up they hold there is no minimum in things albeit we see the boundary point of aught is that which to our senses seems its least whereby thou mayest conjecture that because the things thou canst not mark have boundary points they surely have their minimums then too since these philosophers ascribe to things soft primal germs which we behold to be of birth and body mortal thus throughout the sum of things must be returned to naught and born from naught abundance thrive anew thou seest how far each doctrine stands from truth and next these bodies are among themselves in many ways poisons and foes to each wherefore their congress will destroy them quite or drive asunder as we see in storms rains winds and lightnings all asunder fly thus too if all things are create of four and all again dissolved into the four how can the four be called the primal germs of things more than all things themselves be thought by retroversion primal germs of them for ever alternately are both begot with interchange of nature and aspect from immemorial time but if percase thou think'st the frame of fire and earth the air the dew of water can in such wise meet as not by mingling to resign their nature from them for thee no world can be create no thing of breath no stock or stalk of tree in the wild congress of this varied heap each thing its proper nature will display and air will palpably be seen mixed up with earth together unquenched heat with water but primal germs in bringing things to birth must have a latent unseen quality lest some outstanding alien element confuse and minish in the thing create its proper being but these men begin from heaven and from its fires and first they feign that fire will turn into the winds of air next that from air the rain begotten is and earth created out of rain and then that all reversely are returned from earth the moisture first then air thereafter heat and that these same ne'er cease in interchange to go their ways from heaven to earth from earth unto the stars of the ethereal world which in no wise at all the germs can do since an immutable somewhat still must be lest all things utterly be sped to naught for changing anything from out its bounds means instant death of that which was before wherefore since those things mentioned heretofore suffer a changed state they must derive from others ever unconvertible lest all things utterly return to naught then why not rather presuppose there be bodies with such a nature furnished forth that if perchance they have created fire can still by virtue of a few withdrawn or added few and motion and order changed fashion the winds of air and thus all things forevermore be interchanged with all but facts in proof are manifest thou sayest that all things grow into the winds of air and forth from earth are nourished and unless the season favor at propitious hour with rains enough to set the trees a-reel under the soak of bulking thunderheads and sun for its share foster and give heat no grains nor trees nor breathing things can grow true 
and unless hard food and moisture soft recruited man his frame would waste away and life dissolve from out his thews and bones for out of doubt recruited and fed are we by certain things as other things by others because in many ways the many germs common to many things are mixed in things no wonder tis that therefore divers things by divers things are nourished and again often it matters vastly with what others in what positions the primordial germs are bound together and what motions too they give and get among themselves for these same germs do put together sky sea lands rivers and sun grains trees and breathing things but yet commixed they are in divers modes with divers things forever as they move nay thou beholdest in our verses here elements many common to many worlds albeit thou must confess each verse each word from one another differs both in sense and ring of sound so much the elements can bring about by change of order alone but those which are the primal germs of things have power to work more combinations still whence divers things can be produced in turn now let us also take for scrutiny the homeomeria of anaxagoras so called by greeks for which our pauper speech yieldeth no name in the italian tongue although the thing itself is not o'er hard for explanation first then when he speaks of this homeomeria of things he thinks bones to be sprung from littlest bones minute and from minute and littlest flesh all flesh and blood created out of drops of blood conceiving gold compact of grains of gold and earth concreted out of bits of earth fire made of fires and water out of waters feigning the like with all the rest of stuff yet he concedes not any void in things nor any limit to cutting bodies down wherefore to me he seems on both accounts to err no less than those we named before add too these germs he feigns are far too frail if they be germs primordial furnished forth with but same nature as the things themselves and travail and perish equally with those and no rain curbs them from annihilation for which will last against the grip and crush under the teeth of death the fire the moist or else the air which then the blood the bones no one methinks when everything will be at bottom as mortal as whate'er we mark to perish by force before our gazing eyes but my appeal is to the proofs above that things cannot fall back to naught nor yet from naught increase and now again since food augments and nourishes the human frame tis thine to know our veins and blood and bones and thews are formed of particles unlike to them in kind or if they say all foods are of mixed substance having in themselves small bodies of thews and bones and also veins and particles of blood then every food solid or liquid must itself be thought as made and mixed of things unlike in kind of bones of thews of ichor and of blood again if all the bodies which upgrow from earth are first within the earth then earth must be compound of alien substances which spring and bloom abroad from out the earth transfer the argument and thou mayest use the self-same words if flame and smoke and ash still lurk unseen within the wood the wood must be compound of alien substances which spring from out the wood right here remains a certain slender means to skulk from truth which anaxagoras takes unto himself 
who holds that all things lurk commixed with all, while that one only comes to view, of which the bodies exceed in number all the rest, and lie more close to hand, and at the fore, a notion banished from true reason far. For then twere meet that kernels of the grains should oft, when crunched between the might of stones, give forth a sign of blood, or of aught else which in our human frame is fed, and that rock rubbed on rock should yield a gory ooze. Likewise the herbs ought oft to give forth drops of sweet milk, flavoured like the uttered sheep's. Indeed, we ought to find, when crumbling up the earthy clods, there herbs and grains and leaves, all sorts dispersed minutely in the soil. Lastly, we ought to find in cloven wood, ashes and smoke, and bits of fire there hid. But since fact teaches this is not the case, tis thine to know things are not mixed with things thus wise, but seeds common to many things, commixed in many ways, must lurk in things. But often it happens on skyey hills, thou sayest, that neighboring tops of lofty trees are rubbed one against other, smote by the blustering south, till all ablaze with bursting flower of flame. Good sooth, yet fire is not ingraft in wood, but many are the seeds of heat, and when rubbing together, they together flow, they start the conflagrations in the forests. Whereas if flame, already fashioned, lay stored up within the forests, then the fires could not for any time be kept unseen, but would be laying all the wildwood waste and burning all the boscage. Now dost see, even as we said a little space above, how mightily it matters with what others, in what positions these same primal germs are bound together, and what motions, too, they give and get among themselves, how hence the same, if altered amongst themselves, can body both igneous and ligneous objects forth, precisely as these words themselves are made by somewhat altering their elements, although we mark with name indeed distinct the igneous from the ligneous. Once again, if thou suppose whatever thou beholdest among all visible objects cannot be unless thou feign bodies of matter endowed with a like nature, by thy vain device, for thee will perish all the germs of things. Twill come to pass, they'll laugh aloud like men, shaken asunder by a spasm of mirth, or moisten with salty teardrops, cheeks and chins. End of Book One, Part Six. Recording by Daniel Vermont, Osaka, Japan.